Welcome, welcome to My Life, My Choice, coming to you live from Las Vegas, Nevada. Today is Wednesday, the 9th of May, 2018, and the hour is 1 p.m. My name is Dr. Wendy Dearborn, and I will be your, I'll be your host for the next 60, perhaps to 90 minutes, depending on how we roll. And my co-host is Olivia Lashley, coming to you live from London in the UK. We are both intrinsic coaches, and we are both um, fast becoming coaches on the universal laws of attraction. And note, I said the universal laws, not the universal law. We're talking about the nuances that make the laws, the laws that can assist and support you in creating the life that you say that you want to live. This show is about choice. It's about me. It's about you. It's about us having a clearer understanding of what choice means, conscious and unconscious choice means in our lives. So I know everybody could hear Olivia doing whatever she was doing. Hello, Olivia. How are you, darling? <laughs> I wasn't doing anything. I was just sitting here. You was accusing me of stuff. Evidently, your mic was moving or whatever it was doing. But yes, hello, darling. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you, Wendy? Actually, I am doing exceptionally well exceptionally license a really extraordinary thing but before i get into me how are you darling what you've been up to uh no just bits and pieces just um box stuff really um yeah that's that's really it and the Jaden's christening and all that sort of stuff so yeah i've been i've been kind of busy you know either mentally or physically I've kind of like been busy. Yeah. Today was today wasn't too bad, but um, yeah, it's sort of like on the downslide now. Sort of like um, okay. from uh, all the stuff, yeah, that I've uh, wanted to do, and so like figuring out how I was going to do it, and um, the same with mm-hmm. uh, you know food and all the rest of it for the christening. So yeah, so yeah, it's um, it's going. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. So, is there mm-hmm. anything new that you're working on that you want anybody to know about in regards uh, to? Um, the box boutique uh not 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 really i mean i've just i've just decided to do any things new designs a little oh yeah i've got loads of new designs absolutely loads of them um uh yeah i've just decided there there's some stuff that i've wanted to do for ages i just didn't know how to do it but you know like mum says yeah. nothing before it's time um exactly. you know all of a sudden this information i got this flood of information it was like oh my gosh it. that's how you do it so yeah i've been like uh designing and like yeah no like crazy 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 and it's <laughs> and you know like um when you want to do a couple of things or three or four things and you just don't know mm-hmm. which one to do first that's got like how first, i have that yeah. position i was sort yeah. of like in um Okay. I've still got a couple more I want to sort of like tinker with, but yeah, um, I'm uh, I'm a lot happier with the results, definitely, definitely, because it's what I've kind of like what I've I wanted to do before. Um, I just, as I said, I just mm-hmm. didn't know how, uh, but no, now how? I, ha- I have the information. So um, yeah, so I just keep slugging away. And, 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 um, and can I can I just I'm I'm going to actually ask you two questions, but I just wanted to say, guys. Um, one of the things that Olivia said, which is true, my mum was or is um, famous and infamous, if 
that be the truth too. But mum, mum, mum would always say nothing before its time, and she really meant it. <laughs> you know that? Hey, look, mm. everything will come in its time, and it is right on time. And mm. as Olivia was saying, you know, you were sort of saying to us, Liv, that there were things that you have been wanting to do. That the idea has been going around. You've been seeing it in your imagination. Mm. It's been percolating, and now when everything is aligned, when everything has been aligned. You said the floodgates opened and every, you know, all this information from inside or insight. She didn't go outside. It came inside, inside her head and then was able to express it outwardly using whatever equipment, um, you know, using whatever equipment that you use or whatever equipment that she, she uses. Um, the other thing that I really think it's important to say, because I always kind of ask the question, but lives in a nutshell, the the um, box boutique. What is it? Where is it? You got thirty seconds. What is it? Where <laughs> is it? And you know, what 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 can people expect? Well, so what is the, the 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 box boutique? Um, they're wooden boxes. They're all um like wooden box, solid wooden boxes. Um, that I design um, they can be used there are some that have specific uses like I do um, memory boxes that's what I've started to do a lot of memory boxes and jewelry boxes trinket boxes those sort of things um, as I've always said before you know I, I do them I never know kind of like who they're for or what someone's mm-hmm. going to use them for but I know they are sort of like for a specific person so it's always really nice when someone buys something because I know the connection has been made and um, it's going but to the right person yeah, yeah yeah or it's on its way to the right person or whatever it is mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, what was the other question I can't remember what the other question was um, yeah they're just decorative okay. boxes they're decorative and uh, specific boxes um, the uh, what do you call it? It's the um, memory boxes are lockable. A lot of the boxes are lockable. Um, yeah. Hmm. And and uh, they can find them where? On Etsy, and I've also got a Zibit site as well. Uh, but on Etsy, uh, on Etsy, it's um, Dawn Affirmation Boxes, um, and on Zibit, mm-hmm. it's the Little Box Boutique. Uh, the other the okay. other thing is that um, Etsy has decided that uh, people will pay tax, like state tax, depending on what yeah, what um, what, ta- yeah. Yeah, what mm-hmm. state they, um, and uh, mm-hmm. the, the way that someone can actually get around that for the moment is to actually purchase on Zibit because Zibit aren't doing that yet, um, and that saves a little chunk of change. So, but yeah, um, yes. things are definitely because- progressing. Because that that's changed, and for a lot of people, uh, you know, prior to when you did stuff online, because it was sort of like in the ethos, you wouldn't actually have to pay state tax. But now, if you purchase online, I purchase something in Nevada, and I purchase it in Montana, I'm going to be required to pay Nevada state tax because they're viewing it like although it's a, a virtual shop, for the best of what I can understand, although it's a virtual shop, they're viewing it like you are purchasing in Nevada. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then whoever sells whatever they sell in Montana have to pay Montana state tax too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, 
So, mm. you know, it, it's one of the things lives as the inland revenue go. They, they were actually and have over the years that the Internet has exploded. You know, it's, it's really become m- many people shop this way. Many people mm. shop for, I'd say, 45% of things that they want. Many people, they shop online. They just go online and they look for it. And um, they were losing revenue. And it's been coming. It, it, this, I, for, for people across the board, whether you are a consumer and or, you know, a, a merchant, I, I, there are people who are like, I just don't understand. It's coming. The, 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 the powers to be were losing money. And we had a really good run. I think we had a really, really good mm-hmm. run. But that, that being said, um, the little, the little box boutique dot com and or um, Dawn Affirmation boxes, mm-hmm. uh, they, they, they're more than they, they. Okay, the memory boxes. You can use the memory boxes, guys, and then we'll get to the show. We can use the memory boxes for things like you know, if you have a loved one who have passed, it might have been your mom, might have been your dad. And, you know, your dad had a favorite keychain. Um, he might have had a whistle. He might have attended, you know, I don't know, some of them concerts back in the 70s when they used whistles. <laughs> so he might have had whistles, you know, or mum's um, lipstick or, you know, little, little things. You know, the, 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 the picture strips that you get from going to the kiosk back in the day, you know, and you'd all make the funny faces and everybody tried to pile into the kiosk and have the photographs taken. The memory boxes are absolutely wonderful for that. In addition for your own personal memories, absolutely wonderful for that. Some of the boxes actually come with um, a a small diary that you can annotate things in. So it's little things, you know, you might have a lock of your children's hair or, you know, um, their, their first crocheted booties or something and it, it can it can definitely do that and you have zodiac boxes and you have boxes that if you create your own teas you can create your own teas and you can put your teas teas in the box the boxes are very 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 versatile and they're very very unique what i wanted to say okay mm-hmm. all right <laughs> <laughs> all right so and they're very intuitive Above all, they're very intuitive because if you didn't actually hear Olivia say this, they're they're all one of a kind. And Mm -hmm. when the boxes are literally created, they are created off of a universal stream of energy that is saying to Olivia, this box needs to be created because this person needs this box. Literally, Mm -hmm. literally. I mean, I do, I do have some, bo- particularly the, the the latest memory boxes that I'm I'm doing, uh, the lockable ones. They are they're similar, but they're not the same. Mm-hmm. The same. Similar. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Okay, darling. So I just wanted to get get that that in. You know, put that in and get that. Give give you a nice little plug. Although you, you need to come to work more often. I don't know what the deal is, but you need to come to work. <laughs> <laughs> but, but anyway, guys, um, I'm Dr. Wendy Dearborn, and my co-host is Olivia Lashley. She's in London, and I am here in sunny, sunny, and it was really gorgeous. Uh, Las Vegas is starting to heat up. Well, today we're talking about how to stop struggling with self-praise and accept it. Um, this show actually came about for a multitude of reasons, but it solidified for me yesterday when I was speaking to one of my clients. 
And I do know from personal experience and also from, you know, like with friends and from a professional standpoint, that many people actually struggle, literally struggle with taking kudos, you know, and patting themselves on the back and telling themselves, thank you, you know, job well done. Many, many people struggle with that. And that's for a variety of reasons. And while I'm, I'm not going to go down the, the, the psychological uh, rabbit hole for this, everybody who struggles with praise knows that they struggle with it. And they struggle with it, again, for a variety of reasons. And one of the biggest reasons is that we're not really taught to praise self. It's looked on as something as, um, you know, oh, who do you think you are? Well, my question is, who do you think you are? You know, who do you think you are not to? And I believe it's Marianne Williamson who, who, who did a poem who, who, who spoke about that, you know, about you, you not acknowledging your greatness. And I believe this is part of the problem, you know, with people being bullied, people being in jobs they hate, people being in relationships, which is where this actually comes from, people being in relationships that they want to have or don't want to have. And I think for me, the biggest thing, the absolutely biggest thing that crowns this for me, Olivia, is that people don't actually realize and or understand that by not acknowledging their, their accolades or, excuse me, their accomplishments in a way that says to self, by self, hey, you're really good at what you just did. That was absolutely wonderful. As opposed to, yeah, okay, next. As opposed to that, what people don't understand, Olivia, is that it truly, truly impacts the nuance of the universal laws. It impacts your ability to actually manifest what you want. In talking to a client yesterday, I literally, I was telling them that, you know, it, it's not just, um, you know, things like procrastinating or saying you're going to clean out your, your closet and or, you know, the drawer and or the car or whatever it is, you know, the garden, whatever it is, okay, and, and you don't do it. People don't realize these nuances with the universal laws of attraction, bringing into manifestation what you want through prayer, through your spoken word, one in the same, through prayer and or your spoken word, Things don't come into manifestation, i.e. as quick as you want, or you're taking on this totally different trajectory and you're like, well, how did I get here? Yeah, well, how did I get here is because you've asked for what you want and it is the universe's, the universe, universal creator known to me as God or whomever your chosen deity is. It, it's the universe's pleasure as, and actually role to create what you want. And so therefore, because you've asked for something and you haven't done something that you need to do, something actually that you said you were going to do, you haven't done it, you've got to go all around the houses. But the universe is going to try to, or God or whomever your chosen deity is, is going to try to move people, places and things, that includes you, so that you can get what you want. But going around the houses isn't what you wanted. You wanted to go in a straight line. You wanted the whole linear experience. And now you're doing this, 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 you know, it's this twister thing. You're going here, there, and everywhere, or so it appears to you, to get what you want. But in reality, it comes down to little things. 
it's the little things. And perhaps as I'm talking here, perhaps that should have been what the show should have been called. But anyway, that being said, uh, do, do you follow what I mean, Liv? Yeah, no, no, you you make perfect sense, Mindy. It's it's it, it's um, I can't remember which universal law it is, but it's the one that uh, allows is it space where where something yeah. comes in yeah. and something goes out yeah. and it it makes room yeah. for you know whatever it is that you 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 wanting to manifest. So yeah, it's yeah. important. Which yeah. I, I, she says Many- she says she says as she looks at her table and she keeps saying, I really need to clear up. And um, yes, I haven't. Clean it up. <laughs> clean it up. That's clean it up. Many people don't realize that their ability to conscious, and I'm reading the synopsis from the show now, many people don't realize that their ability to consciously manifest what they want in their lives and or bring into their lives via blessings, whichever phrase suits your purpose, it all comes from the same source. So many people don't realize that their ability to consciously manifest what they want in their life is being hampered by their inability to receive and accept praise. Many people, they don't, uh, and for a variety of reasons. But you know what I'm talking about when I say at a boy or that a girl, you know, um, when people have accomplished something and something that is a um how should i say something something that's a benchmark or a landmark and you see this underlying issue with the ability to do this and to do this for self i'm not talking about other people doing this for you to do this for self is a serious one the inability to do this is a serious one and as i have here in the synopsis it has the potential the atomic potential to undermine everything that you want and wreck things that you have. You see, the universal law of acceptance speaks to the energy of whether you believe that you are worthy and deserving of the things that you have asked. The universe, God, spirit, whatever floats your boat to bring into creation for you. And that's huge. That's huge. So again, the universal law of acceptance speaks to the energy of whether you believe that you are worthy and deserving of the things or the things that you have asked. The universal creator known to me as God, whomever your chosen deity is, to bring into creation for you. You see, guys, as I've said before, and if you haven't watched it, you can go to my website, The Laws of Attraction in Action, and watch this. I speak about the universal laws and understanding. Just There are, there are two short videos on the basic understanding of the universal laws. It's like this giant jigsaw puzzle. And each law is, while it is um, independent, many times it is interconnected with other laws that make it flow right. You see, there is a universal law of belief. Now, you can believe all live long day you're going to have this house. You can believe all live long day you are going to be healthy. And you have done the belief work. You have connected your five senses to it. But the name of the game is Do you believe that you are worthy 
and deserving of it. That's a whole different ball game. Does that make sense, Liv? Sorry. Yes, Wendy, it does. Sorry, darling. Um, yeah, it, yeah, it does make sense. It does. It does definitely. Do carry on. <laughs> okay. All right. So, so guys, um, as I said in the notes, uh, you see attraction as the universal creator, whoever your chosen deity is, to the universal creator, whomever your chosen deity is. Acceptance or non-acceptance is still acceptance. And this is what I mean when I talk about the understanding, the nuances of the law. Acceptance, the universal law is of acceptance is acceptance. That's the energy. The universal law of acceptance, like all the other laws, doesn't care whether it is a non-acceptance, total acceptance of. Acceptance is the energy. Like ice is water, ice is steam, excuse me, ice is water, steam is water, water is water, it's all water, whichever form it comes in, it's all water, so once again, you get to choose, and and this is so about, once again guys, you get to choose how you use the universal law of acceptance. You can use for the hot or dry. You can use for the good, the bad. You can use for... It, it, it doesn't matter. You get to choose how you use this. This... Um, in understanding the universal laws and how you want them to work for you. Again, it's vitally important that... Uh, it's vitally important that we learn the art of being objective. We actually embrace the art of stepping back. We embrace the art of looking at a situation with no emotion, just just none, just looking at a situation with no emotion attached to it, just 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 like you would be watching, um, you know, a a a black and white movie without sound. You're just watching it. You just watch it unfold. You see, because one of the things that we do, and one of the things that we really do is we attach our emotions to things, and as a result, we have this this expectancy of how something's going to come out based on our emotions. And I say this on this show frequently, all the time. Our emotions are really mercurial. They move, they change. You know, today you'll be all pissed off about this and tomorrow it'll make you laugh. The next day it'll make you cry. The next day you couldn't care less. You couldn't even remember what it was about. That's how... how um, changeable and how fleeting our emotions are. So when you use the universal laws, understand that much like um, much like a sponge, a sponge is a, a sponge is a sponge. It's going to soak up whatever you whatever you put out there. It's going to soak it up. 
and will do what a sponge does. And the universal law will do what it does. And acceptance is, starts out first with you being able to accept self. It's about being accepting of self. Most people aren't. Most people are so busy trying to um, create a, a, a world in which they feel that they don't fit, that they don't even realize that they won't be able to create the world that they want to fit in because they don't even accept who they are. This is why I'm always saying things like, you know, you need to start where you're at. Where you at? What, which part are you there? Where, where, where are you? You know? No, really, where are you? And this is what it's about. Acceptance of self. Are you worthy and deserving of the thing that you say that you want? You know, when, like, as far as acceptance goes, I mean, acceptance is it's like the catalyst to receive or the conduit to receive. And I think without total acceptance there's not a direct line to you there's a line Mm -hmm. but it's not direct you know and I think we know when we're sort of like in that cycle because we'll hear ourselves say things like oh how have I found myself here again or not this again or something Mm -hmm. like that and that's you Mm -hmm. in the indirect line of manifestation and the whole scenario Mm -hmm. of whatever it is is actually showing you uh, it's giving you a message as to how you can actually achieve what it is that you want to achieve. But, you you know, we I think last year our thing was about decoding. You'd have to decode the message or the scenario for you to be able to say, okay, well, okay, well, this is what I need to do or, you know, yeah, this is what I need to do to actually get back on track. So you're back in the in mm-hmm. you're back in the direct line as opposed to the indirect line. Exactly. And you know these that that's the key. If you're flowing if you're flowing um downstream, you wanna be in the stream of the flow. You don't wanna be being dragged along the bank, you know, being battered and all of this jazz. You want to be in the stream of the flow. So as you say, it's about being in the direct flow. And that's the place to be. Because believe it or not, with, with the things that you are wanting, this is what the universal creator, which is you, we've, we've spoken about this, ye are God, you need to understand. And you see this, all right now, come on now, here we go. See, now, this is something, again, the acceptance of self as the person who is the, at least the, the, the creator in the, in, the, um, in, in the way of you need to know what you want. You're, you're the creator of your reality. You create your reality. And when... People are not accepting of that fact. It means that you are open to the influences. Actually, I call it as it is. You're open to other people creating your reality for you. You see, it says, 
for all of for all of you who are biblically based, it says ye are God. And I believe the phrase goes on to say, What don't you understand? What don't you understand by that? But yet still this isn't something that is taught. It's something that's looked over. And as a result of that, people don't understand their worth. And when you don't understand your worth, you don't think that you are deserving of the life that you know to self that you want to live. And then what people do is they settle. They settle for bad relationships. They settle for bad, um, you, you know, bad finances. They, 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 they settle for bad health. They settle, settle, settle. Not realizing that it truly doesn't have to be that way. Life has its ups and downs, and it has its ups and downs because of how we view it. I think there was something I, I, I need to look here. I, I need to look to see if I have this written here or if I have. Okay. Okay, no, that's not the paper that I'm not, sorry guys, bear with me, that's not what I'm looking for. Um, I, I'd written something, a perspective, there you go, that's what I was looking for guys. I'd, I'd written a meme uh, this week and in it, it, it said, perspective is in the eye of the beholder. See, you see a dark thunderous cloud filled with rain blocking out the sun. Hmm. We're looking at the same cloud. I see the sun making its way through dark clouds, filled with life-giving water that's going to sustain the earth. It's, it's all in how you choose to view it. Yeah. And how you choose to view... Go ahead, Liz. No, I was going to say, no, you're, you're, you're totally right, you know, because one of the things I had jotted down was... Um, about uh, acceptance, accepting all and every circumstance um, as a way that will get you what it is that you say that you want. And the perspective of that is mm-hmm. not to see anything as good or bad, but to see everything yes, as a line of, line of experience that gets you to your yes. objective. And that's it, Liv. It's just seeing it as... A, as you said, a line of experience. It's a, a it's a linear movement taking you to where it is that you say that you want to go. Now I'm not going to say I, I'm not going to say that um, you know it'll be easy, and I would never ever say that. Is that doable? Yeah, you can definitely work to that. You can definitely see, guys. I'm not saying don't have your emotional, and I'm always saying this. Always say this, and I will continue to say this. I'm not saying don't have your emotional outpouring. I'm not saying all of that jazz, that, you know, shit's not going to tick you off. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is after a point, you need to look at the circumstance that you are in and ask yourself, okay, all right, what is this really showing me? What's this really showing me? But you see, people get caught up in what Olivia and myself call a wash, an emotional wash. 
And what that literally means is you just keep going round and round and round and round and round. And I see this with people in relationships. They get stuck on a point and they won't get up off of it. And when I say get up off the point, they won't leave the point alone long enough to look to see what is this point, what is this point showing me. And while we're on the subject of relationship, relationships and coaching, if you are in a relationship and your expectations and your needs are not being met, and all you can see is what the other person isn't doing, you need to give yourself a checkup from your neck up. Because what you are seeing that is being reflected back to you is what you are not doing in this relationship. It's telling you what you're not doing in this relationship. And that can be a really, really hard pill to swallow, especially if you feel that you're being abused. And if you are, let me just say this, if you're in a relationship, married or otherwise, and you feel that you're being abused, I'm going to tell you, get out. There are places, people, places, and things that can assist and support you. Get out. Get out. Because that in itself is showing you something about you. And I'm not going to say that it's easy, and I'm not going to say it's not without a lot of uh, trepidation and fear. Anyway, I'll get off that subject. What I would say is, whatever's going on in your relationship, and this could be an intimate relationship, husband, wife, it could be a familiar relationship, it could be a work relationship, it could be any kind of relationship. As I said last week or the week before, everything that you touch in your life, you are in a relationship with it. How you get to um, impact that relationship. I was going to say control, so I'm going to go with it. How, how, you can, how you can control the relationship is not by trying to control the things external to you. You know, you don't control a car. Literally, you do not control a car by trying to control the wheel. You control a car first in your head, in your mind. And that plays out through your motor skills. And your motor skills literally have control over the wheel. The car wheel does not have control over you. And I, you know this because if you don't concentrate, that car is going to take you all over the road. If you're not concentrating on what you're doing, does that make sense? This did I make sense with that? Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, it's just like um, if uh, you know, if if you you know, if you're driving along and a child runs out into the road, um, you're going to swerve the car, and you do that because the the, the um, you you have that thought, right? I mean, we assess the situation, you know, in a you know fraction of a second, very quickly, and then nano, yeah, and then and then we act. And we act upon it. So, yeah, you definitely think before you act. There you go. You, you, you're, you're the one in control. 
and you see, this this is part and parcel of um, this is part and parcel of understanding the 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 power in self praise. You need to praise yourself for things that you have done, and you know that you have done them and done them well. You need to praise yourself. When you when you look at um, people in the public eye, you know, so-and-so, they'll get a, a contract and you see them buying themselves, you know, I don't know, a Maserati or whatever the, the, the May, whatever top-of-the-line Mercedes car is, you know, They'll buy themselves that to the tune of half a million um, pounds or half a million dollars or whatever, and they'll buy themselves this. And a lot of people look and they're like, hmm. But a lot of times, it's not just because they can afford to. It is them acknowledging a a milestone that they have attained in their life. It's It's not just... It's not just because they got bling and they can fling it about. It's not always that. A lot of times it is acknowledgement. And not only that, the acknowledgement of everything that they have been through. Mm-hmm. You know, this week I posted something on, on, on in the group, and I think it was on my page, and it was about, ah, what's her name? Uh, actress. Uh Audrey Hepburn. Oh, thank you. About Audrey Hepburn. And you know, Liv, who would have known? When, when I, whenever I think about Audrey Hepburn, I see her as somebody who's really petite, really petite. And I see her in Breakfast at Tiffany's. Mm-hmm. The whole thing with, you know, the, 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 the cigarette that's in the, the, that, you know, the holder and it's long and it's, you know, all elegant, you know, the gloves and the the, the really um, fitted clothes, but has a, a really simplistic line that's designed to actually accentuate the body. You know, I, I see all of that. Who knew that this woman had to run from Germany? Who knew she had to eat and chose to eat, um, what do you call them, daffodil, not daffodil, um, tulip bulbs, so that she could stay alive? Who knew? Who knew that based on that severe malnutrition, she was petite because malnutrition has stunted, as they say, her growth. I just thought the woman was petite. Mm -hmm. You know, so you never, ever know what's going on for somebody, even the people that you're living with. Even the people that you're living with. Even those who are up close and personal to you, you never know. You never truly know. So I'm going to bring this back round to when you are in a relationship with self, part of being in a relationship with self is about being able to accept self. It's being accepting of self. You know, when you jack stuff up, be accepting of it. That in itself is a great lesson. You learn from things that you deem or consider to be a mistake. 
Recognize that you are worthy and are deserving of everything that you want and then and then some. And in some shape or form, your worth and what you, you ascribe to yourself as worth is exactly where you found yourself in life. Be accepting of it. Because you are in acceptance of it doesn't mean it stops there because life is a continuum. It goes on. Acceptance like, um, let's see, acceptance like, uh, um, acceptance is empowerment. Like ownership, that's what I was looking for. Like ownership, accountability, and responsibility. When you own something, when you own the realities that you have created in your life, you empower yourself. And as a result, those things no longer own you. And acceptance is the same thing for me within the universal laws, and that's laws plural, not the universal law of attraction. That's a law by itself. It's part of the universal law. So acceptance within the universal laws for me, is very, very, very much like forgiveness. It has that same kind of feel for me. However, it denotes what you think you're worth. And what you are in, in that worth, what you're deserving of. For you, you're just reward. You're just dessert. The thing, the thing that amazes me, as I had put in, in the synopsis, guys, is, and I, I've written, there is an irony here. Many people can give accolades, and accolades in the form of the highest praise that they are able to put out for other people. They can do this. But are self-conscious and downright uncomfortable when giving it to themselves and therefore they don't want it and they don't articulate it to themselves and when they don't want it they don't want it and articulate that in many ways you know one of the one ones is oh no 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 you know no it's all good you know no no I'm fine yeah 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 it works out all right you know it was good moving right along they don't It's like, why are you trying to brush this under the carpet? That's you. This is a reality that you have created. Do you realize how magnificent that is? Do you realize how magnificent that is? And when people, and again, people do this for, for a variety of reasons. Um, you know, there's a whole psychological profile on why people do this. And as a result, we, in our trade, call it limited thinking. It's limited thinking. You have placed a limit on your ability to see yourself greater and more than you are at this moment. And the ability to see yourself as greater and more than you are in this moment definitely goes a long way to you being able to create the life that you say that you want to live i.e. have your prayers answered and the blessings that you are asking for be made manifest or showered down on you 
and or consciously manifesting the thing that you say that you want in life. Limited thinking. And what happens to you is you derail. You derail. You're not in that stream as Olivia spoke about. You're not in that stream. You derail. And you're left wondering, literally, what the hell is happening to me? Why is this happening to me? What? I don't understand. No, you don't understand because now you have asked for something. And as I said earlier, the universal creator known to me as God, the God within, the God who I am, has now taken you around the houses to something that you can literally see over there because you believe that you can have it. But yet still, you don't believe that you're worthy and deserving of it because you don't accept self and your greatness as self. Does that make sense, Liz? Yes, it does. Perfect sense, Wendy. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, So, guys, guys, moving forward, Moving forward, as I said to one of my clients, uh, you can do lots of little things. You know, the the rich and the famous or what have you may buy themselves, you know, a Ferrari, Maserati and all these other things or the, the house or the, the little hit quote. And I do mean little. I'm not talking about a great whacking colossal thing. The little beach house, the house on the beach, what, what, what they spend the money on is actually the, the land. But the little house on the beach, it has one bedroom. It's, it's, it's a studio, but it's theirs. And it's theirs, and they've bought it. It's their getaway. And not only is it a getaway, it's to say a job well done. How do you tell yourself? How do you literally tell yourself that you have completed a job and you did it well and I'm asking you these questions guys how do you how do you tell yourself that what do you do what do you do take yourself out to dinner and I know a lot of people you know they'll close the deal and they'll go out to dinner and they'll have a drink and do all of this and I'm all for that what else do you do what else do you do that will commemorate that as time goes on and I'm all for doing what they do when, um, you know, when, when you've accomplished something, say you, you, you're top in, in sports, you know, you, you ran the relay and you ran, you ran the relay and you won. You know, you came in first or, or what have you or darts or, you know, whatever it is. There's something that's given to acknowledge that benchmark in your life. And for the most part, yeah, they sit and collect dust. But as they're collecting dust and you do look at them occasionally and take them off and dust them, dust them, dust them off, what happens is that tells you, that tells you, I am. And I am because I did. And I am because I can, because I did. That's the universal law of success. I'm big on writing down success. We, we, we had done a show on um, the hour of power. And that's one of the things I do. Every morning, I power myself up. When I meditate, 
I have a list of things that I believe are my successes. It doesn't matter what anybody else believes. A list of things that are my successes. And one of the things that I will actually share with you, and I'll, I'll talk about uh, tips on on um, tips on creating, uh, you know, sort of like a visual for your successes. But on, on my on on my actual success sheet, which is long, I've written everything that I feel that I have achieved in my life, and one of them is driving, being able to drive. And being able to drive is part of my um, self-praise and acceptance of self because being able to drive has afforded me freedom to go to many places that I wouldn't have done. It's as simple as that. That might not be on anybody else's success sheet, but it's on mine. It's on mine. So creating a vehicle where you can give yourself accolades for the things that you have achieved, I think is important. Because you see, acceptance is the energy of I am. I am is the energy that speaks to your worth. And it speaks to you deserve, being deserving of, and truthfully, the I am energy says, that anything that I say, and I use the word I am in, I have named it, I have claimed it, and I'm sending it out there, and it will come back to me as I have sent it out there. So, guys, for you, creating, creating a visual, if that works for you, because, again, Many people will go out, and they do. They go out, and they have a good old knees up, and they do this, and, you know, they have drinks and all this, and, yeah, you know, you know, hurrah, blah, 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 all of that. That's wonderful. But tomorrow when you wake up with a hangover talking about, God, I'll never do this again, ever, you realize you've just negated what you've done. Look, the nuances are so, so... um You are always taken at your word, and you will take yourself at your word, and the universe is going to take you at your word. You are your word made manifest. You are your words, your thoughts, your feelings made manifest. So anything that you say, whether in jest, anger, whether in love and or in hate, understand that it has made an indelible print on the universal energy of creation. It's made an imprint on your ability to pray and have that which you have asked for return to you in a blessed form. It's vitally important, guys, that you watch your words. Although this show isn't about that, but it is about that. Where I, what I had started to say was it's about creating a visual, and I'll stick to that, creating a visual for a job well done. What does that look like to you? I was speaking to a client yesterday, and one of, one of my friends 
who, when we first moved here, actually we moved here uh, because of a group of people, and they've all moved. They've all gone back to um, various states that they have were, were from and retired to various states. But um, one one of my girlfriends, she collected spoons, and they were egg spoons. And guys, in other countries, they have spoons, especially in the UK. Um, in England, they, they have spoons that you will use to eat a boiled egg with. And it's smaller than a teaspoon. It's smaller than a teaspoon. I think it's two times smaller than a teaspoon, if I haven't missed my guess. And what she did was she collect she collected spoons. Anytime she did something accomplished, whether it was because she collected antiques, whether it was getting this antique that she wanted or getting a complete set of um, 30s glass, which was one of the things she liked to collect. And it was all colorful, multicolored. She would buy herself a spoon. Now, I saw all these spoons in her curio cabinet. And because she collects antiques, I thought that was what that was about. And she said no. And she pulled the spoons out and she started talking and she was maybe, she had me by about 20 years so in age. So she started telling me all the different things that she had collected her spoons for. For myself personally, for myself personally, people will say to me, oh, you've got a lot of oil paintings. And I do. Some hung up, some not hung up. But when I hit a milestone in my life, I look for the perfect oil painting to hang on my wall, or at least to have. And so all the oil paintings in my home will tell a story. I can tell you a story. When I got that, what happened, blah, 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 blah. So, guys, you can do this. People collect eggs and people will think, oh, they, you know, they're just an egg collector. No, you never, ever know. And people never, ever have to know. They never have to know. I believe it's important to cultivate self-acceptance. It speaks to your worth and it speaks to you being deserving of the things that you say that you want. Look at your successes in life. Look at your successes in life. Far too often we're really happy to look at our failures. But I say, look at your successes in life. Don't, don't just look at the things that you feel that you failed at. Because in reality, there is no failure. There's absolutely no failure. As Olivia said, there is, or as I said, there just is. It's things that have just occurred. Whether it is good or bad, that's your emotions that you ascribe to it. You know, acceptance, in listening to the work of Neville Goddard, and, and there, there, are, there are, I have multiple teachers out there. Most of them have literally made their transition. Not all. But most of them have made their transition many years ago, some, uh, you know, in the 70s or what have you. But most of them have, as I listen to their work. 
And one of the things that I, I don't know, Liz, I don't know, I don't know if you remember this in listening to um, Neville Goddard. He said that he was doing something or another, and this this man came up to him, or this man was talking about his experience with Neville Goddard, and he walked up to him and he was telling Neville, you know, his story and yada yada yada. And Neville Goddard said to him, "Don't accept it." And the man said, do you remember this? You yeah. You hearing yeah. that, <laughs> reading that. And the man said to himself, no, 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 he, he, he doesn't understand what I'm, I'm telling him. And he told him the story again. And Neville Goddard said to him, don't accept it. Well, the man was pissed. He didn't kind of say that in his book, <laughs> but the man was pissed. Because here goes this big guru, he's telling people how to manifest what they want in life and blah blah and I'm telling you all my woes and my problems and all you can do is tell me don't accept it but what Neville Goddard was saying to him was simply this when you accept something you bring it into your reality you actually have a choice as to whether or not you accept what's going on or you don't accept it. And if you don't accept what's going on, something else will come along to fill its place. You need to know the thing that you want to come along to fill its place because then we get into the universal law of space. The thing that you don't want in your life, you're not worthy of. The thing that you don't want in life, you're not deserving of. Invoke the universal law of acceptance. Invoke it. It is your divine right. It's your divine right. Every universal law that we have, everything, we have everything that we need to live a life that doesn't have to be filled with negativity and strife. When I look at my life, Liv, and I, I really mean this, when I look at my life, from whence I came to where I am now, when I talk about the, the blips on the radar for me or the, the, um, mm, the drama, it's next to nothing. It's next to nothing. I used to be embroiled in all of this, he say, she say, and all of this, ba, 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 da, 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 da didn't get this and this happening and that happening and then people this and this and that and all that. All of this. For what? For what? For what? And I chose not to accept it. I chose not to accept it because I know that I am worthy and God knows I know that I'm deserving of more. Don't accept it. Use the universal laws of, use the universal laws to create your world. Don't accept it. Don't accept the things that you don't want. You know, look, you go to a restaurant and you order steak or you order, I don't know, tofu, you order whatever it is and it comes out and it's filled with maggots. Are you going to accept it and eat it and pay for it? Then for the things that have that same connotation in life, the same sort of decay and mold in your life, why are you accepting of it? 
See, and a lot of people live. They believe. They believe that if if they if they don't accept what's going on, they're going to lose that person. But that's not true. And then I'm going to go to our coaching thing. How do you know you're going to lose them? Well, blah 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 blah. How do you know you're going to lose them? Well, blah, 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 how do you know? And if you keep asking yourself, how do you know that I will lose my husband, my spouse, my best friend, my this, etc., you get to the point where you don't know. You won't know that that's true until such time that it has happened. And until such time that it's happened, if it hasn't happened, then you don't know. Does that make sense, Liv? Yeah, no, absolutely. You know, the other thing is um, the realization that we actually don't have to accept the thoughts that we have about ourselves either. You know, okay. uh, especially okay. you're like when you when you actually say that you want something, you know, that's really great. Um, but what else are you saying? You know, that, that does your internal dialogue support? you in achieving what mm-hmm. it is that you want? Does it support you or does it negate what it is that you're wanting? And and we do have a choice as to whether that those thoughts, because they seem to a lot of times have precedence over, you know, whatever we're wanting. And we have the sort of like, I don't want to say the, the doubt thoughts that we have. They seem to take precedence over. And I think why they are, they seem more powerful is because I think we've been nurtured to um, to the power of them, yeah, to the power that the, I'm going to say negative, it's not what I mean, but the negative mm-hmm. thoughts have. But yeah. So therefore we are able more to actually manifest those kind of things because we've been nurtured to do so as opposed to um, manifesting the things that we do want, the positive things that we want, because we haven't been nurtured to do that. So when you have the sort of like, I hate using the word, the negative thoughts, we do not have to accept them. We don't have to accept them. You know, just as Wendy was saying, um, you know, with Novogoda, you have those thoughts and it's like saying, I don't accept it. And that's just, you say it and you mean it. I do not accept that. It's not in my reality. And then you move exactly. on to something else. Exactly. I don't accept it. This is why, as much as I'm not all into this, but this is why, um, in part, for the first time at any rate, people can go on a fire walking thing and they can walk across fire and not be burnt. Because they have chosen not to accept being burnt. They have chosen to understand that they are worthy and deserving of walking across hot coals and not being burnt. See, guys, you actually have more power. As, as Olivia said, we are not raised nor nurtured. Nor nurtured, but it is in nature. This ain't nature. This is nurtured. We are not nurtured to understand our greatness and or even tap into it. By nature, we are. By nurture, we are not. And that, for me, is a sad thing. Because so many people's lives, they, they, they get to the if I would have, should have stage, and then they can see it all. 
you know, they can look back and say, you know, I should have done this, 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 and this, and you know what would have happened? This, this, and this, and that. And now I'm too old, I'm too tired. But as I as I love seniors, as you guys know, I love babies and seniors. Anything in the middle, it's up. that's up for speculation. But I love babies and, and seniors. And whenever I find a senior doing something, whenever, whenever it crosses my feed or what have you, I'll pass it out there. You know, like, like that lady, bless her old dear, what was she, 105? She was doing her yoga. She's still driving. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, she's like, you've got to keep moving. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she was doing her yoga and her stretching and, and stuff like that. And, you know, she, she's one of the oldest drivers in the world. She's 105. And she's British, just so you know. Okay. <laughs> so you get that in. All right. <laughs> you know, and so I love it. You see, age is just as they say a number. Don't accept it as a limitation. You know, you're, you're, whether you're female, don't accept it as a limitation. Whether you're black, whether you're Indian, Chinese, whether you're white, whatever, you know, don't accept it as a limitation. Don't accept it. And you'll be surprised, as I'm always saying, that you, based on the energy that you put out, will move people, places, and things so you can have what you want. Now, it's not cookie cutter because we're all unique. Does this take work? Yes infinite amount of work. Yes, it does. Not having a negative dialogue inside your head takes work. Because when you see things and you hear things, for a while, up until a point, there's going to be a response. Until such time that you put whatever it is in check and you see it, and it just becomes something that you see, or you can ascribe what you deem a positive thought to it. But recognize whatever you ascribe, whatever emotional um, connotation you ascribe to something, that is something that you put out there, and it has to come back down the pike in some shape or form. I was reading... Let me see. Was it? It was either Catherine Ponder. Uh, it wasn't. I'm looking at the books now. It wasn't he, the Healing Secret of the Ages. I think it was the Dynamic Law of Prosperity. It was either Catherine Ponder or it was either. It might have been Florence Grovel Shin, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, anyway, whatever book it was, and this was back in the 80s, in the early 80s. And I was reading this book, and I realized that I had to get control over my internal dialogue. I had to get control over how I was thinking. I had to get control over how, what I was saying. And did it take time? Yeah. But boy, did I see results. 
I saw results. So, guys, although this show is titled How to Stop Struggling with Self-Praise and Accept It, it truly is about you being accepting of self. It's about you recognizing your majesty. It's about you recognizing your potential. It's about you recognizing the things that you have accomplished in life. When I'm working with women in particular, many people, I would say to them, you know, so what have you accomplished? And they're like, well, nothing. And I'm like, okay, well, can you drive? Yeah, well, that's an accomplishment. You got kids? Yeah. Did you raise them? Yeah, I still am. That's an accomplishment. But they're bad? Yeah, most children can be you know, whatever, blah, 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 blah. And they'll say to me, you know, um, Dr. Wendy, but look, I'm in Shade Tree. And I'm like, that is one of the greatest accomplishments you have done. And people will look at me like, what? You have taken yourself to the bare basics. You have entered in on ground zero so that you can create your life. That is one of the greatest accomplishments that you have created. And then, you know, Liz, when they start, sometimes it makes me feel like crying. When they get it, Mm. Liz, when Mm. they get it, Mm. and you see those lights behind their eyes, and I literally mean you see the light behind their eyes. Come on. And their eyes start sparkling. They get it. That's why they always run into my class. They get it. You are your greatest creation. You really are, guys. Let nobody tell you any different. Let nobody tell you any different. Life is going to unfold around you. Life is going to unfold for you. The one thing I said, there was something else I I, I had written. I don't know if I can find it. Let's see if I can find it. Um, There's something else that I had written. There was something else that I had written this week. And I had said it was about life not, not breaking you. You know, life isn't designed for you to be broken. And many people think that when things unfold in their life, it's been designed to break them. But that's not, that's not the design. And it's not the design by your hand. Because what's happening to you is happening to you based on what you have designed for self. But life isn't designed to break you. Life is designed to show you. Life is being designed by you, for you. Accept it. Accept it. Accept who you are. In this moment, accept who you are. For all that you feel, the good, the bad, the ugly, the not so good, the not the... Accept who you are. As Olivia said, the word she didn't want to use was negative. 
but for the negative connotations that you have attached to yourself, accept them. Don't try and change it. Move past it. Okay, guys? Don't try to change it. Move past it. See, I've got to write that down. I have to. Right. Don't try and change it. Move past it. Because trying to change it keeps you in the same energy, don't you think, Liz? I think it depends on how you're trying to change it, Wens. Um, mm-hmm. I think if you're trying to change it and move forward, then no. But if you're trying to, if you're kind of, for want of a better word, wallowing in it, then yeah, you're in the same quagmire, aren't you? But if you're thinking of oh, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. to move forward, it's a different thing because they, well, even if you're in a quagmire, there's still movement. But you know, it's a different type of movement when you're trying to move forward. Yeah, it's it's mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. for want of a better word, it's a more uh, conducive for you sort of like getting it to where it is that you want to be rather than staying mm-hmm. where you are and just, you know, paddling, uh, doggy paddling or whatever, the, the treading water. That's uh-huh. the phrase I'm looking for. Treading water, yes, mm. yes, 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 treading water. But yes, guys, um, it's your life. All of this is your life, it's your choice. You, you 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 get to accept what you want. And that's the long and the short of it. Whatever you accept will be yours. Whatever you will accept will be yours. So if things are coming into your life and you don't want it, tell yourself, I'm not accepting this. I'm worth more. And I'm deserving of more. And not only that, I believe. I am worth more, and I believe I am deserving of more, because I am more. It's your divine right. It's your divine right. You know, I think in in, in our family, the one who is very, very um, abrasive and brash with that, but has it down, is Michael, for Mm. the most part. Mm. I'm not accepting that. Not in all Mm. things, but Mm. he's very good with that. Mm. You know, is very good with that. Very good with that, especially with external things. I'll phrase that because that's who came to mind. You know, that's mm-hmm. who flashed mm-hmm. up my nephew, my nephew Michael. But that being said, guys, it's time to stop struggling with self praise and accept it. Once you start praising yourself and being accepting of the praise that you can give yourself for the things that you've done. You can then, you can then truly empower yourself to feel okay with accepting and or not accepting things in life as they unfold to, or should I say, unfold for you. So Liz, is there anything that you'd like to add? No, there's nothing I'd like to add, Wendy. No. Okay, guys. Well, what I would say is you've been listening to an episode of My Life, My Choice. We've been talking about today how to stop struggling with self-praise and accept it. As you can see, guys, it's a whole bigger dynamic that goes on underneath there. And that dynamic really speaks to your belief. You can believe something all live long day, but if you, are, if you don't truly believe or understand or accept let me phrase it this way, accept that you are worthy and deserving of the thing that you believe to be yours, you won't, or it will take you around the houses to get there. 
because you have to accept self. Self-acceptance is the first stage of being able to move forward in a life that you say that you want to live. If you don't accept self, how are you going to be able to create the life that you want to live? You have to be accepting of self. So I'm Dr. Wendy Dearborn, and my co-host has been... Olivia Lashley from London in the UK. In the UK, yep. And um, I'd just like to say a a quick happy birthday to Mumsy. Happy birthday, Mum. I hope you have an absolutely awesome day um, tomorrow, and I hope you've been enjoying your birthday week, such that it is. I hope you are enjoying it. And so on that note, darlings, my name's Dr. Wendy Dearborn, and you just heard from my co-host on that note. Love you, sis. Um, Love you, you guys. And until next time, either accept it or don't recognize the universal law of acceptance. The universal law of acceptance. Doesn't care whether you do or don't accept it.